1: Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg.
2: doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, IndyPolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall.
0: You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Coming up in just a little bit, we're going to talk about the big expense associated with I-69, new expenses coming out, and, well, I think the thing under my skin that we'll get into is that Governor Mike Pence, he created this mess, he created this expense, and now he gets to go play vice president while we pay for it. That's coming up in just a little bit. First, we introduce our good friend... You're like the Monday co-host. Yeah. Scott Strong. Scott, how's it going?
3: It's going good, Rob.
0: And you're back. You can
3: see. I can see, yes. You've
0: seen the light. You had an eye surgery.
3: I had a little eye surgery on Friday, so now I've got a wider field of of vision now.
0: Now, one thing I did want to talk to you about to start the show off today is we had somebody on our show uh, two weeks ago, Laura Loomer. Oh, yes. She worked for um, James O'Keefe, who was the uh, conservative filmmaker who would undercover, Mm -hmm. investigator... And now she works for a group called Rebel Media, and we had her on because uh, she's interesting to me, but she goes to different things and causes... um and makes videos, causes yes. some trouble, makes yes. videos, nothing violent or anything of that nature. But she goes, and and we had her on after she went to the Chelsea Clinton book signing yep. and asked Chelsea to dedicate the book to Juanita Broderick, who is one <laughs> of the women that her father, uh, Bill Clinton, allegedly sexually um, assaulted. And so we talked to her about why do you do this, why are mm-hmm. these things interesting for you, et cetera, et cetera. Well, she made national news uh, over the weekend oh, yes. when she stormed the stage at this uh, New
3: York play of Julius C. Caesar, where Donald Trump is the Caesar character. Yes. And yeah. They redid the, they redid the play and tried to make it into a modern political fiction drama of what's going and,
0: on now. And basically, she did this because we've seen the shooting that happened in Washington yep. D.C. where this guy takes out Republican congressmen oh, yes. and, and, and Republican politicians. And she did this. She says because these sort of things are inciting violence. To Republican politicians, and all she did was get up on the stage and protest, didn't harm anyone, didn't touch Mm -hmm. anyone, but she ultimately went to jail. She was arrested and went to jail, and then she became a national news sensation. She's been on all the the shows and everything, and I thought, she comes on my show? National news. That's exactly right. I put that right up there with Donald Trump coming on the show, becomes the president. Yes. Um, But anyway, I got me thinking, because we like Laura. She's very nice. I've known Laura for a while. Um, I would not do that. I don't condone that, um, but what sort of—where is the line on activism, and is there a
3: line anymore? You know, it's, it's really tough. I mean, we've started seeing this back in the, when um, George W. Bush became president— that the, the left really started pushing the envelope, and of course, uh, we thought that there were a lot of people that pushed things under the Obama presidency, and so now activism, it's getting to the place that it's becoming, you know, how far can you take it? Obviously some people, like Kathy Giffords went a little bit too Kathy far. Griffin. Kathy Griffin. Kathy Obviously, Giffords has done nothing that's wrong. That's right,
0: that's right. <laughs> we don't Other want than we... to be married to Frank Gifford at one that's point right, that's And right. do that awful show with Regis, but everything else. <laughs> Kathy Gifford has done nothing wrong. Anyway, go ahead.
3: But so, you know, so some people have pushed it a little bit too far, and so what they've done is they've allowed themselves to get personally involved into politics, and they've made it personal instead of professional. Nothing wrong with disagreeing with politicians, but taking it to the streams that some people have has crossed the line. Well,
0: and, and I get what she was trying to say, which is—and they, they to the photo that kind of became famous is the security with weapons is coming at her, and she's up there saying, please stop inciting violence against Republican politicians, yes. and you're coming at me with— weapons Thanks. and that was the photo that went viral and and again i would not do this i'm not sure i would say that it's right i don't think it is i am a decorum per- this may shock you, but i'm a decorum person you are having served in elected office and I am a firm believer that you respect the rules. If you don't like the play, don't go. It's, it's not harming you. Um, and if there's a, you're going to protest, there's a way. Like the council meetings, it used to bother me. Not that it would bother me, but I just thought it was so disrespectful to the process when people would hoot and holler and mm-hmm. clap. And it's just, That's not why we're here. You right. know, I don't come to your house or your place of business and do that. That's what we're doing here is conducting business. So I've never been a person to cause a scene outside of the rules of engagement.
3: Yes, and I think that's the civility that people are asking for to come back into politics on both sides of the aisle. And so, how can we disagree without getting nasty and getting you know, you know, vehement with people to to disdain them and their families? Why don't we stick to the issues?
0: Because we see now, I mean, it's literally causing people to shoot. Yes, I mean, it's not this crazy guy who was, I mean, he was mentally disturbed, but he was driven yes. to this. I mean, you just lo- look at this guy that shot Scalise and he was he was driven to do this. He's a radical, he was a radical left-wing person and there have been crazy people throughout history mm-hmm. but this is becoming commonplace and we are pumping it into people's brains to do this sort of stuff now. I mean, look, there's no reason to have this play where Trump is Julius Caesar other than to incite violence. That's all you're doing. It's a legalized way to incite violence. You are stirring people to emotion.
3: Yeah, and so what has to happen here some way is the people that are in the news media, because they're the ones that are covering it, in the olden days, in the 40s and the 50s, there were a lot of things that happened, but the news media said, hey, we're not going to cover that one. We're not going to put that on national news. We're not going to give them the legs to allow this to develop into something more. And you wonder, I mean, look, the the safety of the
0: president is always uh, a a risk, no matter who it is, as obviously we've known, seen several times throughout history, tragically. But I always used to think like people like Mike Pence, you know, he would have, like when I interviewed Mitch Daniels very early Mm -hmm. on in my career, like he had people with him, but like he just strolled up to the radio station like by himself and like told the dude, stand back. And we were in a room together alone for an hour. It was just me and Daniels, great guy. Pence, it was like, the calvary had come and i always used to think well that's so ridiculous
3: like what a pomp and circumstance but then you see stuff like this and you go maybe there was some merit to that. Yeah, and you're seeing other people of uh, famous figures that now have, you know, silent people of bodyguards that are kind of moving through the crowd that you don't even know that are there, but they kind of have to have it. You have to have that expense because you don't know what's going to happen.
0: Thankfully, I'm a very trusted civil person. That's why I've been in a room alone with the president. Yes. I've been with the, the vice president alone. People love me. I'm very <laughs> civil. I know how to behave, contrary to popular <laughs> opinion. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, speaking of the vice president, When he was governor, he made a decision that cost the state a whole lot of money. We'll tell you about it next right here on Central Indiana Today. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org. Or call 415-231-3871. That's 415-231-3871.
4: This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today go Bulldogs.
5: This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6:30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033.
0: Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is in. FamilyDentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us with Scott Strong. Okay, another big issue in the state of Indiana. Another mess left Mm -hmm. behind by the former governor. I'm not trying to pick on Mike Pence. I know Mike Pence. I've met Mike Pence. I've talked to him many times. He's a very nice guy. Yes, he is. Really nice guy. And uh, I believe he wants the best for our country. Uh, he was obviously not my pick for the Donald Trump's vice president, but that doesn't that doesn't matter. But what you've done as governor does matter, yeah. and especially when you're the guy out on a specific topic saying this is the greatest thing ever. Yes. This is going to be so wonderful. Just sit back and enjoy the fruits of our labor. And this is what's happened with I-69 little bit of a reset here uh, in 2014 there's a stretch of I69 from Bloomington to Martinsville they're that's trying right. to run 69 across the state yep. basically and this stretch from Bloomington to Martinsville was set to be completed a 21 mile stretch of road and the uh, state of Indiana went into business with a private company that's right called a public private partnership and agreed to work together with this private company taking much of the lead mm-hmm. on doing the road. And basically, what happened, much like with the toll roads, the private company would build the road at a cost, then yep. they would man the road, and, and the state would recoup, would pay them to do that. Correct. And Pence came out and said, this is the greatest thing ever. Yep. He said, this is going to be very wonderful. He said, uh, this is getting government out of our lives. The private yes. sector can do this.
3: This has been a disaster. Yes, it has. And so what happened is that company, which was from Spain, has not been paying its subcontractors, so the subcontractors that are supposed to do the work are complaining and slowing down the work because they're saying, hey, we haven't got paid, and so this has delayed the entire construction effort, and there's even been some articles here recently about increased accidents along that road, and so this has been in the news for some time, and now the Indiana uh, the Indiana Finance Authority is looking to try to buy bonds, and it could cost the state more money, and and so this thing just continues to go on and on. Yeah. So
0: basically, what the the project was originally slated to be done in October of two thousand sixteen. Yep. Sixteen. So yes. we're uh, seven, eight, nine months behind. Yep. Now, now they're saying August two thousand eighteen yep. at the earliest. The project is hundred million dollars or more behind yep. schedule based on where it should be. And so the state of Indiana finally walked in and said. We're taking over. We're dissolving yep. this agreement. We're going to pay the people that needed to be paid, and we're going to take it from here.
3: Exactly. It's time for you guys to get back to work, and, of course, you better believe that they're going to say, oh, you've cost us this, and there's penalties, and you have to yes. paid us, and we need more money. And
0: Now, here, here's what I said, um, and I say this as someone who's covered government for a long time, as someone who was an elected official, if you have an idea— and it doesn't work, and thankfully most of mine worked very, very well, as Brownsburg yep. is the third fastest growing municipality in the state mm-hmm. last year. Everybody wants to be here, very yes. low taxes, great infrastructure coming, etc. But if something doesn't work, at the end of the day, you just come out and say, oh, we tried this, we thought it was going to work, right. it didn't, we're going to fix it.
3: Yeah, and this is the issue with government again. For some reason, they have this mindset of it's how much does it cost and we pay you all up front (laughs) as opposed to leveraging it out and saying, how are you going? Let's evaluate this. If it's not working, let's put some stoppages in. Let's get something to correct the issue if something goes wrong, such as this firm going bankrupt and not paying people.
0: Um, Now, we say this because here's what the state has done. The state, who, again, Governor Pence and his group of folks came out. Nobody held a gun to their head and made them do this. Nope, they didn't. They came out and said, we're doing this because it's going to save hundreds of millions of dollars in construction costs. Yeah. So the project probably would have been about a $500 million or more uh, project. It was 325 was the winning bid. And they said, look at what we've we done. Yes. yes. Now they're coming out and saying, well, This isn't so bad because now we don't have to pay this company each year Uh for what they call availability payments to maintain the road. So on one end, they said this is the greatest thing ever just three years ago. And now they're saying, well, that wasn't – I mean this isn't so – just admit it. You guys screwed up.
3: Yeah, so, you know, there's a lot of things, you know, that, that looks about the vetting process and, you know, picking the companies and organizations. So probably what needs to be done is the state needs to kind of double down on its financial vetting process of the vendors that they use and to have stronger penalties involved if people don't meet their requirements or what they say they're going to do as a vendor for the state of Indiana.
0: Um what they're talking about these availability payments this is important essentially the company this i69 development mm-hmm. partners was going to be like a landlord yep. they were going to be the the de facto ceo and they were going to uh, upkeep. So if you think of, like, the yep. landlord, if the water heater breaks, they were responsible yeah. for fixing it. You're paying rent, which is what the state was doing. And then, hey, it's on you guys to fix anything that breaks. Well, now the state's going, well, hey, it's okay because we don't have to make those payments each year. Yeah, buddy. But when the water heater it breaks, breaks, it's on you now. That's right. That so means- they're trying to act like there's no up
3: maintenance or upkeep. And who are they going to turn to to fix this? indot right yes. the people that just raise the gas tax that's right yes and, and so when they need to fund that you know hopefully these roads are constructed right and there won't be any maintenance or anything on them for a few years but when it does guess what it's coming out of the state infrastructure budget for our transportation system to maintain these roads
0: and i'm going to come back to this again the worst part about this for me is the guy who did it The And I'm not saying Mike Mm -hmm. Pence was down as some sort of construction degree and was putting pencil to paper, but the people he had around him who championed this and said, this is the greatest thing ever. Let's do it. And then came out and sold it to the taxpayers. Look, sometimes you try things and they just don't work. And that's that's, that's that's okay. okay. You're you're being creative. You're Mm -hmm. trying to find new ways. And Mm -hmm. it's just like any other experiment. You don't know until you try. But he gets to go be vice president. Yes. He gets to just say... Sayonara, I'm at the door. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you and gets to go jet around the world and give speeches and everything else. And we're here having to pick up this mess with no road.
3: Yeah, and so the issue here becomes, um, and for future politicians that are running here, some people have been critical of him because he's a legislature, he spent time in Congress, he really didn't hold that chief executive spot, and he made some fallacies of putting some people into places that really didn't have executive management experience. He put people that were loyalists to him, who he liked,
0: and that's natural, that happens any time,
3: but they didn't serve him well. No, and so this was this is where when we go, look back at governor Daniels his predecessor he cut back majorly on road funding and was able to get much more out of it of savings because of that executive experience and putting people into places that were familiar he went out and hired specific people that had experience in that industry so this is a good lesson so if Governor Holcomb's listening make sure you get people around you doing things with the experience of knowing how to manage these day-to-day Operations so you don't have the same thing happen to you all
0: right we're going to take a break more on the way next you're listening to central indiana today rob kendall here speaking with donald james from impact youth mentoring donald what is impact youth mentoring
6: rob we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks county and developing tomorrow's leaders
0: how long has impact youth been around and how many children have been impacted
6: we were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services
0: so how can folks get involved with impact youth
6: We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in
0: Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall along with Scott Strong. Wanted to touch on this topic. I did touch it on on my Sunday show on WIBC yesterday. And it's a topic that I think is worthy of a discussion. I'm not saying it because I come down on one side or another, but the more I've thought about it, the more I think it needs to be talked about, which is should churches start paying some form of taxation? Especially on a local level in the communities that they use services for, yes, that being property taxes. The reason I say this, what started this is there's a church uh, in the northern part of Indianapolis in the Fishers area called I Town Church, mm-hmm. and they are like many churches; they have grown into a mega church. They started with 300 members. Seven years later, they're at 3,000 members, and they need to expand. And so they're looking at building a very large building in the city of Fishers yep. and it's near a golf course. Mm-hmm. Some of the residents there pushed back An online petition was started. 1500 signatures from these people saying, we don't want to lose green space. This is going to affect our property values. And while they weren't directly putting this in their petition to the point where the, the their petition grew so, uh, so much uh, interest that the ITown Town church actually went back to the city of Fishers and said, time out, Let's try to work with these people to get an agreement, which that's great. Good luck. It ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. People that live on a golf course are not interested in other no. people building stuff. No. If it's not a new golf hole, they're not interested in you <laughs> building. That's right. Um, but it got me thinking, uh, a, ch- a church, the magnitude, the size that I-Town Church is looking at building would probably run you somewhere between... I'm just going to I'm throwing numbers out so sure. I could be off it. But 2 to 3 million dollars at least to build in the city of Fishers, which means that church, if it were a private for-profit business, would probably pay $90,000 a year in yes. property taxes. As a 501c3, That's right. They pay nothing. That's right. And my point to this is, with churches, they still use the same local services. I understand the income tax. I understand those sort of exemptions. But in the city of Fishers, these people would use police. They would use the fire. Mm -hmm. They would need their roads plowed. That's right. And essentially what you're saying, if they don't pay taxes, is for me as a taxpayer, I go to another church— or it, and I'm subsidizing these people, and then they're subsidizing me back if, if we don't go to the same churches, or if I don't go to church at all, I'm subsidizing somebody else. And so it sort of
3: sparked this debate should churches pay property taxes? It's an excellent question. And so what it really gets at is think about the value of property that these people. Churches, these organizations or nonprofits hold within a community and the value of that property because they still have to take on some city services. Now, a lot of times that's alleviated because a lot of them have faith outreaches that do a lot of things for the community that hopefully, you know, a food pantry, providing relief for the poor and providing some um, civil social services that may more than make up to it, but it becomes a slippery slope how do you gauge that how do you gauge that outreach and how do you gauge how much they're taking in or keeping from the community which means everybody else has to pay a little bit more
0: it's a very interesting conversation now i did close yesterday by saying no matter who uh, no matter how much we bring this up no politician is gonna have a go no, no. to take out a church they're not gonna no no, no politicians go i shall lead from the front but it is a very interesting conversation to say in the city of Fishers, that plot of land, if you could build a traditional yep. c- commercial building there, that that organization would put ninety thousand, a hundred and twenty thousand, depending on how That's much right. bu- buildings are you at per year into the community that that church is not paying. And the reason, another reason I brought this up, yeah. that when we think about the exemption for churches and not paying taxes, when the spirit of that was hey, these little bitty churches where Johnny and Joey work at the soup kitchen on That's Wednesday right. and they and they want to be out uh, you, you know, uh, helping pick trash up off the side of the road. You know, churches are do-gooders in the community. And certainly yes. the mega churches are also do-gooders, mm-hmm. but when you've got pastors making $100,000 a year or more, you've got daycares in these facilities that are making money. Yes. You've got 10 employees or more, some of them making very good salaries, associate pastors. That's this right. is a business, man. And, and
3: some of these now have Starbucks in it. Yes, Up in exactly. Munster, in Indiana, they have a Starbucks in the church. So. These are
0: businesses. I mean, come on. It is it is what it is, and that's okay. There's no problem with that. But if you're going to have pastors making $100,000 or more, multiple employees, mm-hmm. daycares. That's right. Gyms, some of them have gyms. Oh, yes.
3: Come on, man. Well, this is not about worship. That's this right. Is- This is not about the Lord. And then this is why Donald Trump, when he ran for president, he addressed this 501c3 organizations. And he says, hey, I don't know that churches need to be involved in this because it brings the IRS and taxes and things into the church community that he said that didn't need to be there. And there's if you look at the law, a lot of people fall into this mistake, and that is if you're a church, you have to be a 501C organization. Well, the, state, the law says, no, you don't. You can be a church and not pay taxes, and you don't have to be a 501c3, which brings you into the auspice of the IRS. And before we had this current administration, that's when we got in, and what you could preach and what you couldn't preach with from the pulpit was becoming an issue.
0: I, I don't know, man. I mean, it's something that I just got on for fun a couple days ago mm-hmm. with the chicks on the right on WIBC. And the more that I've started looking into it, the more I'm starting to lean towards it. This is a conversation locally. I'm saying well, locally because there's a huge difference from exempting the church from income tax because I understand that. But when you're talking about the local community, I mean, there are some mega churches here in Hendricks County yes. that, hey, if there's a fire— I, as a taxpayer, have got to pay for the Brownsburg Fire Territory to go put out the fire. The police, if there's something happening there, have to go respond. Somebody's got to plow the road outside of the church. And I I think a lot of these um, churches hire off-duty police officers to do do traffic. Mm -hmm. But still, if there's a traffic accident, then an official police officer has to come Deal with it.
3: Yeah, this falls under the same auspice of when a government starts providing services to the community that that um, compete with a for-profit business, should the government be providing those services? And so it kind of goes down that slope. You know, if the town of Brownsburg all of a sudden wanted to build their own fitness center and then put out memberships, wouldn't that be competing against all the fitness centers around the town? And should the government be in that?
0: It's... uh. It's a fascinating conversation. We'll we'll see. I'll wait for that first politician to say, "Hey." One other thing on this, though, Scott, real quick, is that it would eliminate because they have these politicians come in. Yep. Like we saw, saw our buddy Donnelly. He's oh, going yes. to all these Indianapolis churches, and mm-hmm. the, the Cory Booker was in there with him. It would eliminate the lack of, um, you know, and I think. Trump has already passed some things to ease those restrictions, but the lack of oh, we can't endorse candidates. You know, we can't do that. But,
3: but let it
0: fly, man! I said, let's let it go.
3: Well, in the, in the, in the old environment where the churches took care of the poor and coordinated poor relief, and as the government services have stepped in and say we're going to do welfare and we're going to do nutrition and we're going to feed kids for the summer, it's taken away from the churches, and so we're starting to get a little bit of a conflict of who is supposed to be the people providing it is the government your church or is it the local church that should be churching some of these affiliate activities so i mean it's quite a conversation um and especially now that this is all going online so we'll see what happens all right scott great job as always thank you hey don't
0: forget if you missed any part of today's show check out the podcast anytime you want we're on soundcloud and itunes Uh, all you gotta do is search central indiana today download the show right to your smartphone or tablet go back and listen anytime you want as always the podcast presented by mcdonald's until next time i'm rob kendall saying have yourself a great evening
2: you've been listening to the kevin kersey agency presents central indiana today on 98.9 wyrz made possible by the kevin kersey agency an archive of today's program can be heard at our website wyrz.org Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall.
0: This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9.
1: Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group.
0: Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org. Or call 415 415- 415 Two three one three eight seven one. That's 415
2: 231 Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul-Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of indiepolitics.org It's the place where smart Hoosiers
4: This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wileys is a proud supporter of Central Indiana today. Go, Bulldogs.
5: This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6:30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033.
0: The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring?
6: Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders.
0: How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted?
6: We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after school tutoring services.
0: So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth?
6: We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org.
0: Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.